Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. I'm excited because one of the things I love to do is really, really introduce the audience to things that we've been listening to here in the Crush A Lot Podcast. So, Kalina on this one. Kalina's uh, busy tonight, but, you know, she co-signed this one. She was a little... Uh, Trying to get me to reschedule things. They're like, no, stick to the schedule, sis. Stick to the schedule. But we're excited because we we, we kind of been paying attention to our guest. Not only what he's doing production-wise, but also just doing vis- the visuals that are being produced as well. Has been things that just really been catching our ears and our eyes. So we wanted to reach out and, and, and get to know our guest, our man. Rob De Niro, Robert De Niro, not Robert De Niro, the, the, the actor. That's way out of our pay grade right there. But uh, producer, visual, artist. Welcome to the show. And exactly what are all the things you do in hip-hop? <laughs> peace, peace. Appreciate it, man. Uh, I do a lot, man. I do uh, a little bit of the artwork, but mostly I'm a producer. I got uh, my record label that I've started, Black Hand Music Group. Networking crew, umbrella, shout out to Pro, Muskeen, Creasy, the whole squad. But I do a little bit of everything, man. A little bit of everything. It's it's been a pretty steady stream of releases that you've been putting out. Um yeah. you know, the first time I started really paying attention to what was going on with your stuff with the stuff with Ice Lord, um that was released. Yeah. Particularly because that album is is an interesting one because of the the production palette versus the way Ice Lord likes to deliver his content and the content itself just married its way is married yeah. very well. Um, yeah. When creating beats for someone like Ice Lord, now you have uh, the stuff with uh with Greasy out there as well, the Exodus stuff that just came out in May. Um, yeah. How are you thinking about your production? Is it you have a stash of beats on the side and you just kind of pick or is it like you crafting based on what the conversations are coming to and, and being inspired by that process i mean for the most part when i got a uh, when i have a featured artist artist so I'll, I'll go ahead and you know custom make shit for them try to make it fit around what they do um the best i can you know what i mean um but there are times where i'll have there are times where I'll have like, you know, a stash of beats and I'll hit them with, you know, a pack or whatever. But uh, for the most part, I try to custom make it for everybody, you know. When, for me, like when I start, people listen to podcast kind of know the story. So I apologize if I'm being redundant. Like this whole podcast thing, where we are, where we started, it was all kind of an accident. It was just like, I need to get out of trouble. And not do silly things because I want to keep my right. marriage happy. So I got to find reasons to stay in the house. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I just, I just, I, you don't realize how much you know. Like, I didn't realize how much I knew about yeah. hip hop. I just didn't try to quantify it anyway. I just knew things. Yeah. And that's kind of how I just stumbled upon it. How did you get into uh, producing? Because it's not like you could go. It's not like now. Back in the days, you could. There was no YouTube. Oh, there was like right. you're not sitting down with like 
ill, ill mind and trying to get a, an ox cord session or something, you kind of had to right. figure it out yourself. How yeah. did you stumble into this and, and why even go for it? I mean, um, I come from a musical family. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got a lot of musicians in my family, uh, mostly like people who play instruments, you know, piano, guitar, shit like that, singing and stuff like that. Um, but I was always really into music ever since I was, you know, as, as far as I can remember. And uh, I started off with instruments and doing that type of thing, tried to do a little bit of DJing for a while. And then uh, my brother came with uh, the Fruity Loops program one day and uh, that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just was a perfect match. Never looked back really. Fruity Loops started a lot of this for a lot of people. <laughs> it, the cracked yeah. version of a lime yeah. wire, trying to find the yeah. one with the codes. Yeah, don't ask. Point five. <laughs> I had, I had, I think I had the same one, and I just once I saw all the knobs, I was like, Nah, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. Uh, and I did the whole DJ thing, like, let me get a turntable and start learning what this cutting thing, crossfade, whatever. And I snapped it the first right. time I did it because I bought the wrong <laughs> type of turntables. That you don't do right. that too, because I didn't know any better. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I was, I was a bad imitation of the RZA. And I admit it. But that's all right. It's all right, man. You know, yeah, you had to start like producing is a duct tape of, of things that work for you. It's almost never one to one with another producer. How what did you start <laughs> with? You had the, the FL. Were you using anything else when you were producing? Because the way when I was making beats, or at least trying to make beats, I was using my PlayStation 2 music generator. That's what I was using. <laughs> like, I did that. I, I right? understood that. But yeah. what did you use? I mean, it started off as just Fruity Loops. A um, little bit of, you know, I had the keyboard, the little MIDI keyboard and shit like that. Uh, lately, I got into the, the uh, machine, you know, the beat machine and stuff, yeah. the uh, M MK2. I got that now. And, um, you know, I really, I'll rock out on anything, to be honest. You know, it's just a matter of time. You know, I just have to figure it out. Really, I don't. I don't have a preference, but uh, my skill set is the highest on Loops. So, yeah, that's where the comfortability. I got the Machine Three recently, and just been. Uh, it's like it's universal language. You kind of understand the language between all programs. It's just right, how right. do you get to that language is a little different for each. Exactly. That that machine is a is a beast. Cause I'm like, wait. I, that sound pretty halfway decent, um, you know. Uh, and yeah. of course, you mess around with like something like Koala or something, a Beat Maker Two on the iPad, just to jot idea. It's just an interesting thing for production. When you're thinking about making beats, and your what's like your inspiration? Is it? Are you digging through the crates, or do you have an idea in your head? Because usually for me. I do better when I have an idea in my head and I try to make that mm -hmm. happen somewhere. And sometimes at the right. that'll look, I'll try to find samples to manipulate the sound <clears> I have <throat> in my head, but I don't play. So it has to, I have yeah. to find a way to do it versus the other way, finding a sample and trying to flip it. I'm almost, yeah, I have an idea in my head already. How, what's your process with that? I'm a lot like you. I gotta have kind of a general idea of what I want to do and just from over the years, listening to a lot of old music, I'll have, you know, random fucking song and that's just playing on a reel in my head and all, you know what I mean? I'll just have an urge to flip it, 
you know what I mean? And that's how it kind of starts a lot of times. But some other times I'll I'll go out and actually, you know, try to find samples and stuff and, and try to kind of force that a little bit. But it's always best when I let it come to me. It's it's an interesting thing, hip hop right now, right? There's a time where I'm an older I'm an older guy, close to forty. So I've seen hip hop grow up and and be rebellious, which is kind of like yeah. where we are a little bit right now with the mainstream. I see Pete, Pete Rock is going crazy on Twitter. Other people <laughs> going crazy on Twitter, um, and and I'm from the perspective of there's so much room for everybody now. Um, you can like certain lanes and you can like certain sub genres in hip hop now, where that was never really the case. Well, I mean, you can look at hip hop and kind of argue that it was always house party music. I mean, that's what the first generation of hip hop is. And that's not really duplicated too much now. Sure. Your brand of hip hop is a very cerebral, very rooted in. It has is saying something without saying much, or or, yeah. or painting a backdrop for the MC to say what they have to say. As Ice Lord yeah. uh, would be someone who has heavy content. It seems that you just naturally go there, even with some of the things you've been putting out on social media. There's always a heavy awareness of the community and social the social no- things that we are in right now, and kind of just pushing yeah. against it. Is yeah. that always been something you have, or is you, or is that something you stumble upon? I'm a big activist here. I'm surprised I'm not arrested by now. Um, yeah. But it, it's very heavy in your in your music and your images. Well, you know, uh, you know, I'm a black. I'm a I'm a minority man. You know, I'm a I'm a colored person. You know, you just it's a part of who we are. So it comes through the music and. Uh, I don't know. I've always just been a person that's always just thinking up all these different ideas. And, you know, I had a lot of stuff that was stored up for like 20 years because I've been producing since I was 17. And I just now believe a year and a half ago, nobody knew who I was. So, you know what I'm saying? I had just all these ideas, uh, all these thoughts from growing up and this, that, and the third that I just kind of bloodlet it all out. You know what I mean? It just that's just how it comes it's, it's just how it comes out it's interesting how maturation happens and, and like confidence yeah. in your in your messaging and your work hits different strides like I don't I'm not confident in everything anything I'm doing in terms of like the process I'm doing with making this project I'm doing for the Crush A Lot show is like oh boy let me uh, yeah. I'm doing my thing and then I get an email from Fourth Disciple and I'm like yeah I'm not even close to that let me go back to the mm-hmm. drawing board it's like it's something yeah. interesting but when it comes out this just seems like there's this huge momentum that you're building and people are really catching to it so that's so good. I mean I have I think it's funny actually the way we connected and I'm not even sure if you know this is that somehow we got linked in like an Instagram message group together and okay, it was just yeah. like people would just put like this is what I'm working on and then other people would be like this is what I'm working on and we'll help each other like just promo right. things um, yeah. like just a mutual respect for what people were doing but like just helping each other all get over and that's how we started so I was like from day one I was always like yeah I'm gonna mess with this guy I'm gonna mess Appreciate with this guy that, because man. it was like there was no need for that there was no need to include me in that there was no need to assume that I yeah. would there's a lot of people who don't want to push people over and I, 
we're not like that we're we're like if it's good yeah. we're gonna talk about it where is that stemming from in your nature because it seems like that's a big part of also what you do you have the advocacy you have the the confidence the high level thought and you also have this like generosity that's unique in in, in hip-hop i mean i just uh i just see value i think in places that i don't think people see it I think there's a lot of value in what you guys do as the as the bloggers and the podcast and you know we can help each other and i look at the same thing with the artists and the producers i mean and obviously the rappers everybody values the rappers right but behind hip-hop there's all these components you know and uh they seem to get the check yeah, and I mean, I just always felt right. They always get, <laughs> but uh, I just felt like, you know what I mean. If you if we just embrace each other and help each other, we can we can do more than if we just ignore each other. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's kind of like my philosophy is like hip hop started with this community spirit, community effort, right? And that's kind of that's why I almost I never say no. Um, I never say no to people. You want to be on the show. Hey, if you want to be on the show and you're listening to it, crush it out podcast at yeah. gmail.com. Come reach at me. We're, we're <laughs> pretty booked for a while, but we'll get to you. We don't say no. We'll, we say we'll get to you. Just keep producing, keep grinding. We'll get to you. Um, there's right. some people that we have blacklisted. I'm going to keep it real. There's some episodes right. in the stash I will not release because they played themselves <laughs> in, in, in ways right. that, that compromises the integrity of my team. So I'm like, nah, bro we're good and they mad yeah. at they're salty i'm like go ahead you can social media yeah. masses I, I got i got i got the proof um so if you want to go we can yeah. go but you got some of those but it's all good but let's be honest here hey have you used your production to you know win over some some ladies like here let me make a beat for you and uh, you, know, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know what man uh, you know what, man? Nobody in my city even knows that I produce uh, for the most part. Um, most of my, most of the people who know I am, they're from all over the world and stuff. So in my city, I'm basically just, you know, whoever. <laughs> so plus, I've never been the type that you know would try to, you know, you just, you just talk that slick shit and you get the, you know. That's how you, that's how you Funny. get down. Hobgoblin so. over in the UK on the show pretty much was like yeah no one in my family knows i do this no one knows i do this this is just like <laughs> a me thing this is like oh that's why yeah. you're the hobgoblin this is legitly your alter ego yeah. he's like yep and if they knew i get paid more from doing this and what i do Hob like God. like he's a like he's like a daytime teacher and that's what he does but this is like his legit mm -hmm. alter ego like it's an yeah. it's interesting uh like story he has there Hop Goblin is dope, man. I'm a big fan of his work. Big, Incredible. big fan of his work. Definitely. And he's a minimalist, meaning there's nothing really complicated about his production. It's right. it's really about the depth, the layers of depth. The same way the way you produce. It's, it's yeah. the complexity doesn't come from putting all these different sounds and washing yeah. them out and, and distorting them, or whatever. It's yeah. it's really laying down the foundations for certain notes and keys to really resonate and hit you, and he does that in a way where hey, one of the songs from the from the the stuff he did with Jamil, honestly, like he's just playing a riff, 
That but that one yeah. riff is so uncomfortable to listen to that it gives the hmm. album so much breath and so much yeah. and so much depth. And I think that's one of the things that um, I look for in producers is like, are you trying to win me with all these fancy noise? Or are you trying to win me with that one well placed horn that mean that takes you on a different ride? And that's why I think that your production style has been intriguing for me because it's very bass heavy with intriguing sounds that hit certain notes at the right time to convey or to support what the MC is saying. And a lot yeah. of MCs can't and a lot of producers can't really do that. But we talked about Hobgoblin. Let's let's go right. Who else are we listening to? People that like uh, as far as producers or, or rappers. Producer, or no. They get enough love. We're gonna keep the rappers <laughs> out of it. They get the checks okay. and then they kick back like yeah. twenty back to us. No, they're out of this episode. They get enough love. Producers. Yeah, um, I have to go. I mean, I think the the best people in our circuit are Jr. Swift. Um, obviously, Hobgoblin. He's dope as well. Um, third, uh, Free Mind. Yeah, he's also he's also really dope. I love his shit. Um, Pad Scientist, you'll hear more about him. He's with uh, he's with my crew, uh, the Umbrella. Yeah, we started. Shout out to we Pad started Scientist. noticing for the for people know our process. Once someone comes on our radar, we actually note it, and then we mm. start researching, and then we start following to see the trajectory, and then like, okay, okay, now it's time to tap them in right now. Boom. And that's how we yeah. usually do it. I'm a big future shout wave fan. Yeah, and he he follows me. He, he shows a lot of love. So shout out to you. Oh, oh yeah. I was gonna say future wave also. Yeah, future, future wave, wave is all all of his stuff with Daniel Son is really dope. Love that shit. It, man, they're pretty so. much a, a part of the Crush a Lot podcast at this point because of oh, the really? way we we, uh, we connect. Uh, so go check out those episodes. We had the we had them on the show. A few weeks ago, right before Yenadushi came out, so go hit that link and go check out our review. They did give us like an exclusive review for that. So check out our thoughts okay. there. And they'll, uh, they'll be in New York City. So if you want to come to New York City to see Daniel's son, come check me out. There's going to be a lot of people from, from the Crush A Lot crew and that crew in August 30th in New York. Come because we're going to have swag and all that stuff to give out for free. Come check that mm. out. Um, I got Future Wave, Pharma Beats. Is another Pharma one beats, yeah. that's there's, there's so many, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's a lot of a lot of talent in this in this circuit. It's dope, man. Far, it's um, real dope. Future Wave paints great backdrops for Danielson and and Mooch and obviously um, Rome Street and uh, I think Al Davino is coming out real soon as well with Future Wave. But Pharma Beats, man, he works with different MCs, but then he makes me like them. And I yeah. think that's a big thing. Like I, I wasn't like, like a big fan of Water, but when he dropped that tape of Dispensary, I was like, I like Water okay. now. I, I heard about the tape. I haven't got to listen yet, but listen, uh, it's it's pretty good. Or good things. It's pretty. I mean good. the the um, Street Pharmacy. That was the one of the best. I think that was one of the best yeah, joints that, that came out last year. So between that and Pressure Cooker, it's like. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Saying that, what do you have around the corner that you could talk about that's coming out? I know we have the stuff that came out uh, recently. The Exodus is out now, streaming. 
um, has Daniel Sun, has Kelly Shu from Home Team. Um, yeah. So go check that out and go check out the Ice Lord project. There's the instrumental version and the, of course, with the with the lyrics from Ice Lord and a bunch of instrumentals that you could instrumental albums, um, beat tapes, essentially that are out there now for streaming services. If you have streaming services, just go. It's not gonna cost you anything links are below if you don't want to tap three buttons um we'll put one tap in the link and you can go get it there what do you have around the corner uh i got uh heat coming out with coca reef uh bro coca reef shout out to coca reef um also have postman l art of the sword coming out sometime this fall he's a, a guy from south africa really dope oh i like that uh unheard of unheard of dude and it's gonna be it's gonna be really dope um also have a sequel with my man uh mesquine mesquine helene uh i don't know if you listen to the black history joint we just dropped yeah I have, uh yeah. yet but but uh yeah we're coming with a sequel to that one also um and that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy so so pay attention to those go follow uh, my man Rob De Niro, he he has different fonts to his name, so just link below and follow him to keep up to date. Uh, it's pretty customary yes, around here to ask our our closing questions. Uh, so it is the Crush a Lot podcast, and you know Crush a Lot is synonymous for for doing one thing, and that's crushing <laughs> right. a lot. Okay. So uh, the, it is a very serious question. I'll take a more serious tone. Um, Mr. De Niro, if uh, you could pick any beat from the pantheon of hip-hop, from the birth of hip-hop to now, you could go outside of hip-hop if you're inspired to, that best describes or showcases your lovemaking style, your your mattress, <laughs> your mattress mumbo, your body friction delight. Uh, we're recording this right, on a right. Tuesday night probably not liquored up so that's a whole different other mood versus a friday <laughs> right. party mood there's a whole different other song. right um we've had answers from all over the place crime apple had special delivery the remix version mm. thank fifth had a shook ones part two which sounds menacing but he was like i'm menacing in the bed but the sample is also a soul sample i'm a little bit mm. of both right. so there's a lot of okay. things going on a beat that I got one already. Boom! He he knows. All producers get this quick. Yeah. Uh, what do you have? You just said it. Which one? You just said it. Boom! DJ Premier. Ooh. Rice to five nine. <laughs> We're Boom. gonna play that beat. We're gonna play that beat underneath. So when you hear it, and you, anytime you hear it, just be inspired. Make sure you don't do it in the public or anything like that, where you'll get in trouble. Uh, um, already. And keep your <laughs> Angelas and Pamulas to yourself at all times. I'm saying that. No. <laughs> um, if you like what you're hearing here in the Crush a Lot podcast, consider subscribing and go check out the back catalog. The who's who in the underground scene that has been on the show. We got more coming up. Danielson, Future Wave, Crime Apple, Rome Streets, um, UFO Fieve. Um, I don't know. You want to go old school? Fine, go old school. We have Master hey. Ace on the show. We have Marco Polo on the show. So go check out those back catalogs. And most importantly, Check out the artist. Hit the link below. Consider streaming it. It's not going to hurt you. Consider buying it. That'll give them a big chunk of the money. And if you're going to buy digital, go get it from Bandcamp. They take less off Facts. the top of it. And 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 if Facts. you don't want to do none of those things and you want to just 
Go on social media and say you're liking this, you're checking this out, retweet this, share that. That's helpful as well. Um, any way you can help the artist, that's all we care about. Um, and if you want to subscribe, you could. But check out the artist. Crush a lot podcast cheese. My man Robert De Niro with a bunch of different fonts. Hit the link below. <laughs> we see you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.